Welcome to your new favorite bookish podcast, Fully Booked and Caffeinated. I'm Kelsey. I'm Heather. And today we have our monthly bonus episode, Bookish Banter and More, where we discuss the other books we've been reading this past month and whether we recommend them, and also our other favorite pop culture obsessions. This is November's recap, so obviously we are full to the brim with turkey, and we're worrying about shopping lists, the order of lifetime movies that we're going to watch, when we can get a peppermint mocha, etc., Let's talk about what we're drinking. <laughs> what are you drinking today, Heather? I made myself a cup of coffee in my Keurig with my Chobani sweet cream creamer. But what's great is that it's in my new iced coffee glass that I bought from Forever Booked, which is an Instagram account that I'll tag and everything. I'll put it in the story. And it's this really cute, like Grinch tree. It's so cute. I can confirm. It is Mm -hmm. very cute. It's very, very cute. She had a couple good ones for Christmas, but I was, I really loved this one. And Mm -hmm. I'll I'll use it year round because I don't care. Yeah. It's Christmas every day. Cups too. Is that a glass straw? Yep. Nice. Mm -hmm. I like those. And it came with a cleaner, like in it. Oh, nice. A straw cleaner. Yeah. That's essential. I know. And she put Mm -hmm. a few stickers in there because she makes really cool book stickers. And three of them were cat stickers. So not not like she knew I liked cats, but. No, but she knew. (laughs) So they're going to go onto my book cart. (laughs) One is like Christmas. One is like a fall one. So yeah, it was really nice. She does that when people buy stuff. She'll put like extra stickers in there. So that was I love that. Yes. I'll tag the account on everything because she could use i think everyone should buy from her because her stuff's really cute especially Mm -hmm. book lovers exactly all right well i got in the christmas spirit today and i had a gingerbread nespresso pod with hazelnut creamer and it was delicious sounds delicious obviously i had it iced but i had to be bundled up while i was drinking it (laughs) yeah because it was was cold cold today (laughs) oh It was a rough one, uh-huh. but it's okay. We're easing into it. I'm mm-hmm. dusting off my sweatpants. I got back from Florida where it was 85 degrees. I was oh in the pool God. one day. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Although, to be fair, it was not great weather. It rained for like three of the days that I was there. And I mean, like torrential rain, winds, like it was pretty bad. So yeah. So I wasn't that lucky, but. <laughs> a couple good days. So I, I can't complain. Exactly. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. So other reads for this month. For me, this was actually a pretty slow month. I had what was a it? Like other... ten books? <laughs> no. Actually, <laughs> only five. That's oh, that is that is me. low for you. <laughs> that is low. I was like, this is it. <laughs> when I tell you November just zoomed past. Also, we're not we're not done with the month, so yeah. I can there's probably get one more in there. Left. Yeah, there's still five yeah. days left. But I'll talk about that next month. So I read Black Sheep by Rachel Harrison. This was so fun. It's a horror. It's I wouldn't call it scary, and I wouldn't classify it as horror, but it had gore and some like horror elements that I loved. It was like witty and funny. The main character is super sarcastic and self-deprecating. And you know, I love a sassy female main character. You do. You do. 
Plus, there was a little cult element. Nice. Which You'd is love a cult also, mm-hmm. yes, also a bonus. So very good. I read this one. I know that you read also The House in the Pines by yes. Anna Reyes. I did not like this book at all. I, I'm not going to give anything away because if I say the reason, it's a huge spoiler, but this is my least favorite thriller trope. I know. So as, yeah. So as soon as the twist came out, I was like this, no, it ruined the whole thing for me. I'm pretty sure that when we, when we discussed this back earlier this year, I want to say I read it in like March or something. I had talked about that. I didn't like it was so good up until that point uh-huh, and i was so uh-huh. disappointed in like what it was it's like a cop-out i feel like yeah but the plot like that is just not my vibe i think that other people would enjoy this book mm-hmm. because it was well written it's it was. just i and didn't I, like the plot and i believe this was her debut novel yeah so i mean i would i would read something else by her but mm-hmm. this was just not my favorite at all so then i read delicate condition by Danielle Valentine. And the way I found out about this book is that Ashley Winstead kept posting because she went on a book tour for her newest book. And they did kind of like a joint, not the whole tour wasn't together, Mm -hmm. but they did a couple signings together. So I was like, okay, like this book looks so good. I have to read this. Then I start reading it. And I realized that this is the book that the new season of American Horror Story is based off of, which is very surprising because they've never had a season based off a book before. No, I don't think they have. Yeah. So I was like, what? So I literally flew through this book. I read it in one day. I could not put it down. It was super creepy, super disturbing. And it has this element of social commentary. It's about this woman who's pregnant and she's having issues with her pregnancy and she's having pain and people are believing her and then she thinks she loses the baby but then she does like it's just this whole social commentary of like people not believing women's pain and like thinking Mm. that you know she's crazy and blah 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 and then like she could possibly be going crazy so it's like you know fine line anyway so that part was definitely sad that being said I had a lot of questions at the end. Okay. And the ending just wasn't enough for me. So I enjoyed it, but it, it definitely wasn't like a five-star read. So it had like a weak ending. Yeah. And it it was definitely in, I was invested the whole time until mm-hmm. the ending. And then I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. So so I stopped watching the show and then read this. And now I'm going to finish the show and see if it ends okay. the same way. There you go. And we'll, you know. <laughs> determine if it's exactly it probably no you know that the show probably has some weird ass ending because american horror story is yes from what i've the the seasons that i have watched it's wild yeah it just gets like totally unhinged towards the end so Mm -hmm. god it does and then another one that i know we both read just like home by sarah gailey I was so excited to read this. For some reason, lately, it's been all over my book talk. And I know that this isn't a brand new book, but I guess because like Halloween season, Mm -hmm. it was popping up again, maybe. So started off amazing. The foreshadowing, this creepy, complex family dynamic. But at the end, first of all, I had so many questions. Mm -hmm. I was like, what happened to that? Who, what happened to that guy? What, like so many questions. And then the ending, no spoilers, but you know, yeah, the ending. I, I didn't like the ending of that book. This is hit or miss. You're mm-hmm. either going to love that ending or you're going to hate it. 
Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you have to read the whole book to find out. <laughs> but I still like the beginning. I loved, so it's not it was, a total. Miss. No, it was a, it was an interesting concept. Yes, and it wasn't executed as well as I had hoped. And I also wanted it was spooky. It did get me mm-hmm. at some points. It was definitely spooky, but I almost wanted it to be a little bit more like the the whole concept of like the house. I, I wish there was more. Than, than what we got really i felt like i wanted more of the the real life aspect okay and less of the house because i was like i wanted more of those relationships i wanted more backstory mm-hmm. either way i agree with you though if it had committed fully in either direction i would have liked it better mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes mm-hmm. so a little bit of a disappointment but i still liked the writing and stuff so I Agreed. can't say that I wouldn't read something else Agreed. by her. Mm-hmm. And then my favorite read this month, surprisingly, because I bought this book randomly because it was on like a Kindle deal and I had never heard of it before, but it's called Teen Killers Club by Lily Sparks. It's a YA novel and it's about these misfit teenagers who basically they all are murderers. And they've been classified. So like the government has this classification system Mm -hmm. of murders. And basically they're like these hopeless causes. So they get recruited to go to this basically like a summer camp, but it's like a training camp to make them into assassins. I'm not giving anything away, but they're just teenagers and they're trying to control the fact that they have murderous tendencies but also being teenagers and trying to like make friendships and not kill each other. And even though it had super dark themes, it was so fun. The characters were so lovable. It actually gave me this delicious death vibe. I was just going to ask, was it kind of similar to that? And you know how much I loved Uh that book. It was a good book. mm -hmm. And I already bought the sequel to this one. So I won't say this is as good as this delicious death because that was like, one of my top reads Mm -hmm. but it definitely had the same vibes and i loved it so i can't complain i had a pretty good month even though you know not not up to my usual wasn't your usual can count on both hands plus some (laughs) it was so obnoxious anyway (laughs) how about you heather (laughs) so my extracurricular reading aside from the books for the pod has still been slow because it's also the holiday season and we've just been mm-hmm. crazy busy. I actually am so looking forward to just January because we have very little planned and I really want to get back into like reading more more frequently. Mm-hmm. So, but I have been reading the sixth book in the Salacious Players Club in- installment that that I've talked about before. So this one was called Madam. It's the I think it's her last one that she's doing for this series i was very much looking forward to it because she's uh she's like a dom and so it's like okay. based off of that and like that 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 lifestyle and i don't like it and i think i'm gonna dnf it which is upsetting oh. but i also oh. didn't like the one before this one either the other one that i oh, okay okay so the other the first four were so good i didn't like praise that much and i'm not really into this one as much as i had hoped and I think it's because it's so basically the main character had a client that she ended up falling for, but she's doesn't want to like inter doesn't want to do that. So she ends things with him. He gets a girlfriend. The girlfriend wants to try to be his dom, 
And so now the three of them have like this relationship. And I don't, it's, it's weird. I just, Mm -hmm. not not that that's weird, but just the way that it's written is kind of, it's very rushed and stuff like that. It's not realistic. So I think I'm just kind of like, I don't think. So this is a series that should have, should have maybe. They should have just, they should have just been the four people that ran the club. And because those four were great. I really, Mm -hmm. I loved all four of them. And I just didn't like, because then the other, the last two books were members of the club. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm just. I think I'm just going to DNF it and be okay with that decision. <laughs> Listen, there are too many, too books, many books to read books too that you don't want to read. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I was like, why am I going to push myself to read something that I'm not enjoying? I mean, I could maybe come back to it later, but right now I think I'm done. Yeah. I'm gonna... We got to make a dent in that book card. And I know. And then here's me telling you that I'm going to go to book garden tomorrow for their black Friday sale. And, buy more books (laughs) you can't not go okay i I missed the last library sale of the year Mm. because i was in florida but i did go to a thrift store there and i got clean up seven new books i got Mm -hmm. good ones so i'll be posting a book book haul of those once they get here because i had to ship them separately because i couldn't bring them in my suitcase are you serious (laughs) yeah because they would have been over the weight limit. So I have to wait for my books to get here. that for you. Uh, Luckily, I have other books to read in the meantime. You definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so are there any upcoming releases that you're looking forward to? No, but I always feel like the end of the year, that's... I feel like once you reach the end of the year, authors don't really put books out. Yeah. I think it's more once the new year starts, a bunch more things come out. Because I haven't really seen any authors posting about anything that's coming up before the holidays yeah so yeah i think it's a rough time to do new releases mm-hmm. i know that people do like re-releases and collector's yes. editions and all that yes, stuff for the holidays yeah exactly what i did see which i was surprised i didn't recognize the author right away but then i looked it up and i was like oh i know this author so kaz freer who wrote sweet little lies which you lent to me we both read and we liked yes no, yes, that's right. Cause she, it was like a series, right? Was that the yeah, one? Yeah. So this is, they have a new book coming out. It's not in the series. It's just a standalone book oh. and it's called Five Bad Deeds. Okay. So, I mean, that looks good. I wouldn't say that I'd go out of my way to pick it up, but if I saw it, I definitely would read it because I really did like Sweet Little Lies yeah, and I like the writing. That was, that was just gifted to me from a friend and I mm-hmm. randomly read it and I was like, oh, this is actually really good. And it's, it, she had a couple books in the series. I haven't bought them mm-hmm. yet, but I did want them. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely like the writing because even that book, nothing really set it apart. Like it has such a generic name. Mm-hmm. The cover was kind of generic. So I feel like if that wasn't gifted to you, it's not something I, you would no. pick up. No, because it's also not like a well-known book. It's like an underrated. Exactly. Underrated exactly. Book. Yeah. So the, I saw the name and I was like, that rings a bell. So <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for it. There you go. All right. So what about TV, movies, pods? What are you watching and listening to this month? So there are actually a couple podcast episodes that came out this month that I thought were really good. The first was Lucy Hale was on Call Her Daddy. Did you listen to that episode? No, but I do love Lucy Hale. And she talked a lot about her sobriety and how, you know, just kind of circling back to like our theme this year of the child stars and the addictions that they get into at a young age. And she was basically drinking at like age 13. Oh my gosh. You know, and how so now she's been sober now a few years. And 
it was just a really good episode. And she even talks about some of her like sexual experiences while drunk and everything. So okay. she got really she got really vulnerable and very very open. Which I feel like Alex is really good at making people be like, oh, because you know what? I was just going to say that. She doesn't come off as judgmental and she's just like a gal. Like, it's like you're just having a and conversation. And she also shares her own experience exactly. too. So you don't feel like they're being mm-hmm. interviewed. Like yep. it's very much like a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like her style because people share a lot more with her than I feel like they normally would. <laughs> yeah. So I, that was pretty good. And then uh, there's a podcast called Lady Gang. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's got a couple girls, a couple actresses and stuff on it. But they did like a a special episode about adult pleasures. And it's basically things that you hated as a kid or being young that you like love now. (laughs) Okay. One of them was like, you love when like plans get canceled now. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, what did I hate as like a kid that like I love now? You know what Naps. I mean? <laughs> like, there's just like so many things that you dreaded when you were even like a teenager, and now like you're an adult, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, like this, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Like, socks. Like, like I hated socks. Like not that I hated socks, but your your gifted socks as like a kid or a teenager. Yeah. Like, this is why do I want this? And as an adult, you're like, no, I love me some fuzzy socks. Yeah, I'm like more socks the better. Exactly. I hated sleeping and taking naps. Now mm-hmm. I love them. Mm-hmm. I hated taking baths. Now I'm like, sign me the fuck up for a bath. It's like, Let's so do it. And then I also okay. listened to the Armchair Anonymous episode, Bartending. That one was really okay. good. There were some good, some good stories on that one. There was one that was like wild. This girl was working a bar and it was probably in some like podunk town. And this guy came back. This guy came to the bar. He was super drunk and she was like, I'm cutting you off. Like, I'm not serving anymore. So she went, they went to another bar and she like texted the bartender that worked there and was like, don't serve these guys. So then they Mm -hmm. came back and she was like, I'm refusing to serve you. So the dude went out and had a gun in his car and like shot Mm -hmm. into the bar. Yeah. And then, so then the guy, the guy was like so belligerently drunk and like he didn't realize what he was doing. And he like came back to like apologize like the next day with like his wife or whatever. And he was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm not like that at all. But he just like, no, no. Oh, I know. An apology does not cover a. Mm -hmm. This is why we need stricter gun laws. Mm -hmm. Don't let, don't get me started. (laughs) But a drunk man who thinks I am angry, I need to run to my car and get my gun. Yeah. The fuck are you doing? Yeah, and there are a couple oh, other good so ones. Scary. So that was a good one too. And then I have one more episode of Scamanda, and I also finished the Foxes of Hydesville. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think of both of them? Scamanda, I will wait until I finish the last episode, but this is the wildest story I've ever heard in my entire life. Foxes of Hydesville was so good. And I'm really hoping they do a second season. Yeah, that's probably one of the best scripted podcast yeah, yeah it was really really that good. i have listened and it's such to. a good cast like it has carrie mulligan phoebe tonkin mckenna grace it has like some good named mm-hmm. actors so i definitely suggest it it's good yeah that is a good one i haven't really been listening to any podcast besides our normal recap mm-hmm. ones so nothing exciting this month because one of the books that i read was actually an audiobook that I listened to when I was on the plane instead of listening to podcasts. So you know, I think in the new year I'm gonna give audiobooks a shot. I mean I haven't done them because 
I'm nervous that it's not going to hold my attention like a normal book does because I am very good at my mind wandering when I'm listening Mm -hmm. to things. So I'm like a little Mm -hmm. nervous about it, but I think it'll really help me get through books that I'm trying to read or that I want to read. So my thing is I'll only listen if someone specifically says that the audiobook is amazing. So I listened to Just Like Home. Oh, because okay. everyone says the audiobook's amazing and it was really good. Like nice. she did the different voices. And so that was really good. And especially because it was like, you know, supposed to be like a horror book or whatever. Yeah. So that's the only reason it kept my attention. I keep giving audiobooks a try. I, I hope that you have better luck. I hope yeah. you enjoy them. Because I saw that Spotify is starting to do audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So, and I, yeah, so I got like a premium 10 hours. So unlimited. I was like, let me just maybe I'll try it in the new year and, and I'll see. And that mm-hmm. might help me get through more books as well. So mm-hmm. I was like, we'll see. I'll try it. <laughs> Nothing wrong with trying it. I know. <laughs> okay. What about TV? Love Island Games. Okay. Which I know that you are I'm still. Not... I know. I'm so still working on it. We can, we'll save that for, uh, we can discuss it in December, but the last two episodes were just straight up savage that's all i'm gonna say it it. It was actually a pretty cool concept um they'll probably do it again i think so too it's not it's so similar to love island and that they bring people in and everything and i almost like feel bad because obviously all the core couples in the very beginning are gonna have like alliances with each other so they're gonna Mm -hmm. vote out the new people like as soon as they come in so i kind of like feel bad about that like you know, I kind of wish they would just put everybody in the house at once and almost do it like challenge style. Like, yeah, each time someone gets voted off. But, but it was pretty. It was, it was, it was decent. Yeah, it wasn't. That I think they'll do it again too. Yeah, and then I finished the fall of the House of Usher, and I want to rewatch it immediately. It was mm-hmm. so good. It's definitely one of my favorite series. I just love Mike Flanagan. I really, really mm-hmm. just love Mike Flanagan. So I will. Probably yeah, I watch definitely want to watch midnight mass next mm-hmm. me too me too and then that one looks really good too um my entire life has just been hallmark christmas movies so that's love it. been running non-stop in my house so i haven't how really many been have watching you watched? much of anything oh too many to count already <laughs> like oh my gosh. you know i just need you to know how much i love you i am missing a premiere right now to do this oh episode. my goodness yeah but it'll, it'll be on like tomorrow so it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> but i'm really you're, excited. you're not missing it forever <laughs> i know i'm not i'm really excited about the one tomorrow it's called a biltmore christmas and it has bethany joy lens in it who played Haley in one tree hill and like mm-hmm. she was my favorite in the show i love her so i'm really excited about that one to watch tomorrow. i didn't even know she was still acting she does hallmark christmas movies She's that's awesome okay mm-hmm. okay yep so that's basically all that's going to be running in my house as well as classic Christmas movies. We want to introduce mm-hmm. the baby, like Frosty the Snowman, the Grinch, and stuff like that. So, Oh, the classics, of course. Yeah. So if it's not like Survivor or The Amazing Race or like Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares, those are like the four shows that I'm watching religiously right now. Mm-hmm. It's nothing else is being watched except for like I haven't even watched Selling Sunset because I just need to watch oh. the Hallmark movies. I'm so upset at you. I know because I know it's so good. And the reunion came out. I heard, so good. I heard the reunion was good. Although the reunion, I wish that the host pushed harder and oh. like 
like made them spill some more tea. Okay. There's tea to be spilt, you know? Great. But the new season was really good. And they said that they are already planning production for the next season. So love to hear we it. don't have to worry love about that going anywhere. <laughs> um, believe it or not, this past month was the Big Brother finale. It feels like it oh was God, a long time ago. Yes. Um, that was good. We knew what was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't like the longer season. I thought that the last few weeks just felt like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. It, it was. I don't even know why they did the longer season. Is it because it was the 25th anniversary or something? I don't know. I kind of almost wish that they would shorten it because I feel like once you get towards the end, it just gets kind of boring because there's less mm-hmm. people in the house. And so it's kind of like, mm. and then, like you said, it's the same stuff, the same people winning over and over again. So it just kind of gets like, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no suspense or yeah. anything that makes you feel really into it. We need it like Survivor where they yes. did the shortened season and mm-hmm. there's like an elimination every other day. I, I honestly, yeah. Or like double Which, eliminations more often. Yes. And not bringing people back in the house. Okay, yeah. enough of that. That was weird. But speaking of Survivor, I love the 90-minute episodes. I'm obsessed. It's amazing. There's, we're it's getting so much just, more now. Yes, there's so much more. And even though there's so much more twists, which I feel like I would have complained about a couple seasons ago for like the new era, mm-hmm. I feel like now I've accepted that this is the way the mm-hmm. new era is. And now I love it. I know. I'm so happy that they brought back Survivor Auction. Because that's, oh. that's one of my favorite, favorite things. When Savage asked Jeff was like, not only are we going to bring it back, we're going to fuck you up. Like I know. <laughs> he was like, whoever has the most money loses a vote. And then yeah, he was like, that, they're not going to know good. when it stops. And I was like, and I you have love to this. Find your money. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. I thought it was so mm-hmm. good. But I was very disappointed by the food options. Yeah, they weren't very exciting. Yeah, like of course they did when... like they always did the classic like chocolate cake where you have to like four people like eat uh-huh. it all. That's always fun. But they didn't but I kinda wish they did like that one season where the when they got it, they put it all over their body so that they could eat it later. Uh-huh. <laughs> they didn't do that this season. Or when but... um what's her name? The one who won, she got an entire bowl of peanut butter yes. and like chocolate bars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like that's a good it is a good one you're gonna yeah. feel sick for days but yeah the meals were a little lackluster yeah i agree with that that bowl of candy looks like not great yeah i'm like this is i would that's not what i want <laughs> yeah not at all um i've also been watching house of villains which i know you haven't been because it no. is not on any streaming service which and is stupid is the challenge which is so upsetting yeah I've been watching that too, which obviously once it's over, they'll put that on. They're going to put Plus. it on a Paramount and I'll just binge it at that point. Yeah. Which is, I've it been is, avoiding spoilers. I haven't seen anything yeah. at all. It is really good so far, but I can already tell because there's so many people that it's going to be, you know, how like by the end of the season, you're like, can this shit just end now? Yep. I feel like it's going to be a season like that, but so far so good. And actually I watched, well, i I'm watching the latest season of Hell's Kitchen also. Oh, you like it? I binged all of it. Yeah, it's good. And I forgot I... how much I love this show. Oh my God. I can't remember his. Oh, Jason. I can't stand him. Ugh. I cannot stand Jason. Jason. No, Jason is a producer plant. Oh They're keeping him there I can't. to drive everyone fucking crazy. He like makes it seem that he's God's gift to like, to create, like, yeah, you know, like, literally he's just walks on water and, 
I can't stand him. I just like really he can't. he is literally there to cause drama because mm-hmm. Gordon would never. No. Oh my gosh, I can't remember his name. The guy with the dreadlocks. I love him. He's my favorite. Oh, I, I want him to win. win. I want him I to win so win. bad. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. I don't really like a, the females are okay. They're all they're all catty and annoying. Yeah. So, but I really like. I'm I'm so upset that I can't remember his name right now. But I love him. He's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And he's doing really well. And Jonathan. So. I like Jonathan too. The dad. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I like Jonathan. But I want the other guy to win. No. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I haven't been watching any movies, although I am looking forward to the horror movie Thanksgiving, which have you seen the previews no. for this movie? Oh my god. Okay. It just came out in theaters. Oh. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna wait for it to come to a streaming platform because I'm not going to see a horror movie mm-hmm. called Thanksgiving in the theaters. But this shit looks so entertaining. It's obviously a slasher. And in the previews, someone gets murdered with those corn cob holders. You know what I'm oh, talking about? The ones with I, the, yes, the I do. spikes on them? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's gold. It's okay. It's a cinematic masterpiece. You can't wait. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> so basically a month from now, when it's like peak Christmas time, I'm yeah. going to be watching Thanksgiving on it works. Peacock or HBO Max or something. Right. Okay, so... The other thing that we have to catch up on is the movie adaptation of mm-hmm. Where the Crawdads Sing, which we both watched. We talked about in our latest episode. If you haven't heard, go back and listen. No, rewind farther. Read the book, listen to the episode, watch the movie, and come back and catch up with us on all of it because <laughs> we're talking about it all. So the movie, obviously co-produced by Reese Witherspoon. Taylor Swift wrote the original song, Carolina, specifically for this movie. And the movie had a budget. Okay. I didn't believe this until I actually watched the movie. It had a budget of $43.7 million, which seems absolutely insane. But the movie did so well that they estimate the net profit to be almost $75 million. That's wild. That's insane. So I couldn't believe that the budget was actually this high. But then when you see the cinematography in this movie, like the opening shots of them just droning over the marsh mm-hmm. with the birds and the, I, I was like, what movie am I watching? Is this like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings? Like, what are we doing? This, <laughs> I was like, this is where the goddess. So I guess that's where the budget's coming in. Mm. Because it's not coming from the casting. No, the cinematography was the only thing I liked about the movie. Really? You didn't like the I movie? I did not like the movie. And it made me it made me not dislike the book even more, but it made me not understand the hype even more. Okay. And okay. I don't think that this was a good I don't think that this was a good book to do a movie on. I don't know. It's just I agree with that. I am happy they left out some of, like, I'm happy they left out the whole poet thing. Yeah. But also when he found the necklace and he looked, oh, spoilers, everyone. I did warn you to go back. Um, When he saw the necklace and he looked like so aghast, like, like he looked upset when mm-hmm. in the book he was like a little surprised, but then he was like, nah, of course she did it. Yeah. She should have. Yeah. So I didn't love that. I. Right off the bat, I had issues with the casting of Kaya. 
nothing and I'm nothing against this actress, but nothing like the Kaya in the book. No, and it's see, I do like Daisy Edgar Jones. She was in Normal People, the Hulu. Yes, okay. So, I saw her in that. Yeah, so and, and I I do really like her. And I did like her acting, but I agree it wasn't the whole all of the casting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I liked the casting for young Kaya. Yes. The oh, my little God. girl. Perfect. Oh, my God. Perfect. She did amazing. Mm-hmm. And Jumpin' and Mabel did not have enough time in the movie. No. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, the first scene with them, I was like, I'm so obsessed. I cannot get enough of them. Mm-hmm. And they were barely in the movie. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, whoever is playing Tate, hottie. Mm-hmm. Hottie. Loved that man. And I did like the way their relationship was portrayed. So you, I don't know if you remember, but Tate was in Sharp Objects. Oh, I did not make that connection. I had, yeah, I did not think I'd ever seen I him before. Didn't, and then I looked up his IMDb because I was like, like I want to see what else he was in, and he was yeah. in Sharp Objects. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, he's a hottie. Mm-hmm. So I liked their, like when he was teaching her to read, yeah. and when he saw her drawings, I thought he was really good. But then they never even included the part where he where he like wrestles with the decision to ghost her i don't know they like left out a lot and then chase not a hottie with his stupid fucking harmonica Mm -hmm. did we have to put the harmonica in the movie yeah i wanted to slap that harmonica out of his hands Uh, i mean i really felt too that the scenes in the movie were so short everything Mm -hmm. there wasn't and it wasn't cohesive like it really i don't know like i said the it was a two-hour movie i know and i just there was there was no substance although i did really like the actor who played the attorney i thought he was really good yeah yeah but i did like him too it's just it wasn't it wasn't good in my opinion i just didn't like it and i didn't like the book that much mm-hmm. and i just don't i just didn't get the hype and probably one of the few people that didn't enjoy either <laughs> I definitely enjoyed parts of the movie mm-hmm. i loved every part with young kaya and honestly seeing her like i know we talked about it about how she was so young mm-hmm. when she had to live on her own but seeing like a little girl mm-hmm. being portrayed like that i started tearing up i was like yeah. i cannot mm-hmm. am- like this is unfathomable she did, honestly the actor that played her was one of the best parts of that movie hands down yeah yeah i agree but yeah other than that i agree there was like two they did cut out some they cut out a good chunk but i don't know i just i don't think that that's the book is so detailed and Mm -hmm. it's not something i think that's easy to put into a movie and you can kind of see that a little bit like Mm -hmm. you know and they changed it around a little bit too where tate gives her the numbers for the publishers yeah she's young not when she's older and so it was just they obviously as we've talked about before you have to move stuff around when you do a book to movie adaptation Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just i didn't it just it didn't mesh well for me Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah so overall we felt the same about the movie as we did about the book (laughs) yeah wasn't my favorite yeah to each their own obviously i know yeah i'm definitely still glad we watched it and everyone was obsessed with it for for so long 
Yeah. And we might have felt differently if we, we might have felt differently if we had read it before the hype. And also if we had read it before we started reviewing books, because we've talked about how we are more critical of books now. Mm -hmm. So that could have influenced it too. But, you know, whatever. We watched it. Now we're part of the almost 3 million on Goodreads who've seen and reviewed it. There you go. We're not left out anymore. Mm -mm. All right, so shall we jump to our book question? We shall. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay, let me pull it up. If you could visit any fictional place, where would you go? Hmm. Oh, I know. I would visit the Shire, where the little hobbits live. That's adorable. In the Lord of the Rings, because it just looks magical and they have their cute little houses and they also eat like eight meals a day and that's oh, my dream so that's fantastic yeah so that's definitely where i would go i don't know if i'd All be right. welcomed i am short i am i'm a, mm-hmm. a short lady so i think i could pass it off <laughs> where would you live i would live in or visit barry's bay from every summer after the book that i read a few months ago that i was obsessed with mm-hmm. it's basically like a cute little new england town that sounds adorable and okay i think my dream i don't like i don't like snow so i can never live mm-hmm. in a new england town year round but whenever i read about a new england town i watch a tv show in new england town i love boston i've only been once but it was like one of my favorite cities i'm like this seems so nice and cute yeah and i want to live here forever but snow no not, no, not, not too cold. Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the little cute town vibe. Yeah. If it could just be fall all the time instead of winter, mm-hmm. you could wear cute sweaters. Exactly. You could still have a, a hot you cocoa. Know? Like, I think Massachusetts would be perfect for me, but not the winters. No, definitely not. Well, when you're able to buy, you know, just a vacation home mm-hmm. for the summer. Exactly. You could just pop on over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll find a town that's like Barry's Bay. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. All right. So my question is, does the time of year influence the genre of book that you read? Like in winter, do you read books set in winter? In summer, are you looking to read more beach reads? Not to be confused with beach read, which was not a beach read. You know what I mean? Um, no, I kind of read whatever I feel like, but I do know that people do like are very strict. Like they'll only read like horror books in the fall and like Christmas books around Christmas and summer books mm-hmm. in the summer. I'm like, no, if I want to read it, I'll read it. Yeah. I don't really have a I preference. Agree. I think like I reading think... like maybe like a spooky book in October makes sense. And like reading like a Christmas book in like December or like a winter book like mm-hmm. once, but I wouldn't make my whole reading list be specific for that month yeah i agree with that i wouldn't alter my whole list Mm -hmm. and obviously i'll read spooky books year round but since i've started reading more i do think i do it like subconsciously like i'm not gonna pick up winter people in the middle of summer because it just i don't want to think about the winter and then in the (laughs) middle of the winter i'm not gonna pick up a beachy book because then i'm gonna get depressed because i'm in the winter (laughs) so i think it's a subconscious thing yeah but like you said if i want to read something yeah i'm gonna gonna read read it it. yeah i don't think i would be i wouldn't discriminate 
against a book because yeah. it doesn't fall in the genre of time that I'm living in currently. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like if my loan is ready, I'm reading that book. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's all we have for you this month. Next month, we're going to have a very special bonus episode for December. Mm-hmm. We'll do a little bit of a yearly recap, talk about some notable reads for us mm-hmm. over the year. We'll keep it spoiler free, but we'll do a little summary of what we loved, maybe what we didn't love. You know, if you have any anything specific you want us to talk about, you can email us at fullybookedcalfpod at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, please make sure to follow, subscribe, rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And go and follow us on our socials to see our upcoming reads. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Fully Booked Calf Pod. Thanks for checking us out. And remember, if you need us, we're fully booked. Bye. Bye.